Are you tired of putting yourself last? Of taking care of everybody else's needs and powering through to meet the next set of impossible standards? In our fast-paced society, we lose touch with our intrinsic worth, with the ability to value ourselves for who we are right now. Instead of living life exhausted, frustrated, and disconnected from your authentic self, maybe it's time to put yourself back in the life you've worked so hard to create. Join radio host and life choreographer Laura Cheadle and learn how to build your dreams and live your sparkle using the five steps of flaunt. Find your fetish, laugh out loud, accept unconditionally, navigate the negative, and trust in your truth. Hello, welcome to Flaunt, Build Your Dreams and Live Your Sparkle. I'm Laura Cheadle, and I have got two guests for today's show that really personify building your dreams and living your sparkle. I have got this amazing mother-son team who write and publish books, and it's not what they do. And I mean, what I mean by that is CB, the mom is a former teacher and Dan, her son, he, he's worked as a graphic designer, a web designer, a developer, a photographer, and all of these other things. And they just came together and they started doing this writing and publishing thing because it was their passion to do it. And oh my gosh, I was so excited when I met them because this is exactly what I want for you my listeners, is to have the courage and the bravery to dive in and do whatever it is you need to do to build your dreams and live your sparkle. So with that, I would like to bring CB and Dan onto my show. Welcome to the show, you guys. Hey, Hey. thanks for having us. (laughs) You're welcome. Thank you for being here. Okay, I was really curious about what motivated you two to just go out and do something so kind of wild and crazy and out of the blue. Tell us your story, please. Okay, I will start. CB was just about to talk, but I'm cutting her off, which I frequently do. But so I'll tell you, so uh, I had always known CB was writing these books and I had moved to New York uh, City and I was going, uh, just finished graphic design school up there. And uh, CB had lined up a publisher, a traditional publisher, like a small press. And uh, unfortunately, the lady had gotten some really, uh, had received some really devastating health news and had to close the business before CB's books ever made it to print. And so I was uh, speaking with her on the phone and I said, hey, CB, let me hear your book. And CB said, she was accustomed to coming here. She was an assassin embroiled in a sultry web of blackmail and deceit. The risks were burgeoning, jeopardizing her life, her career, her very soul, if she still had one. And I couldn't believe it. She sounded like Don LaFontaine. No, I didn't. <laughs> well, no, but in all honesty, like, I, like the, the first two sentences just completely blew me away. Uh, from there, she read the whole first paragraph, the first page, the first chapter. You know, over the next day or two, we read the whole book. And before you know it, we were comparing notes and talking about where it could go. And uh, CB was telling me all of the plot points. And I said, you're never going to get that done in one book. So now we were talking about a trilogy. And, and um, you know, this is 2008, 2009. And we're talking uh, Kindle version one and the iPad was not even out yet. So I remember, yeah, I remember thinking, okay, $400 for a Kindle, but you can read books on it. That's pretty cool. And then Apple announced the iPad version one and you could read books on that. So we're like, okay, cool. I'm a graphic designer. How do we get the books on there? And from there we just started. And then, uh, tell them about recording the, uh, the audio book CB. Well, actually Dan, is the motivating force behind all these things. Uh, I got the idea for, for the first book in a dream uh, the night before I went into my very first classroom. So I, I, yeah, I saw the first and last name, uh, last lines written on a legal pad in my own handwriting. And first line, she was accustomed to coming here. She was an assassin. And then I went down all blank lines to the bottom line and it said, and she fell into the arms of God. And I woke up and I thought, what in the world is that? And then it dawned on me, oh my gosh, this is supposed to be a book. So I was working on it the whole time, the 29 plus years that I was teaching. 
and uh, also working on my master's degree in there. And so it took a long time to get it written, especially when I revised it 14 times. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, trying to make it fit within the parameters of that first and last line uh, gave me a bit of a challenge. Right. Yeah. That's an assignment. <laughs> yeah. So uh, I got that done. But that's really how it started was that I did the book and then Dan um, decided he liked the content and he's the one, the motivator, who said, oh, this is going to be a trilogy. So, uh, you know, think about it. The last line was, she fell into the arms of God. And then he says to me, this has got to be a trilogy. And I said, but I killed her off. You know, so. <laughs> so no, then, she's not dead. So then she's we, nearly mortally wounded, but not dead. But we had to, we had to revise and, and republish the first book. And um, I'm glad though, because it came out a lot better. And um, so then that became a trilogy. And then Dan said, oh, and, and you can't just leave it in print. You've got to record the books. Well, then so, it was only an ebook. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And then uh, audio was becoming a huge thing because I was always riding the train and just too busy to sit down. And uh, so audible.com. And uh, I mean, that's really before I had even heard about a podcast. But so we decided that uh, we were going to get all the recording equipment. And CB, when he I used decided. to grow up, yeah. <laughs> well, CB used to, to read uh, children's books to us and she used to do all the voices for the you know, like the Uncle Remus stories, Br'er Rabbit, yes. Br'er Bear, Br'er Fox, and she could do a different voice for everybody. And we had actually started looking into uh, the cost to have someone produce an audiobook for you. And back in 2008, 2009, it was about $3,000 for six hours of finished audio. And I'm thinking, yeah, yeah, I know. That's quite a lot, right? And I'm thinking, okay, it's already a trilogy. And CB had actually written two different books uh, during this time period as well. So I'm like, okay, we're going to have six books before you know it. Uh, there's no way we're spending, you know, $3,000 each time a book is done to, yeah. to get it narrated. Yeah. And I said, I know she can do it. So we bought all the stuff, uh, shipped it down to her house. Uh, she went to a recording studio to learn how to plug everything in and learn some microphone technique. And she would go to the Apple store every day for help with GarageBand. And she befriended a guy there who was in a band and uh, he would help her as well. And so, uh, and then you must have recorded the first book at least three times. Oh, at least. And then when yeah, we, re we kept revising yeah, when it, we rewrote it yeah. and revived her, then yeah. I had to do it again. Yeah. So it's just a never ending to do list, but uh, we're passionate about what we do. And, uh, you know, I know that uh, your show is free from cussing and CB's books are free from cussing and there's no sex or drugs and no. uh, cussing, but there is romance, uh, no sex, because I don't know how writing a sex scene with your mom would go anyway. No. Yeah. no. Awkward. Yeah. Awkward is right. <laughs> yeah. But um, so, so it's all, it's all good. And, and uh, I think CB has a real desire to write high quality stuff that doesn't use cursing as a crutch. I, you know a, what? It's, it's yeah. one of my dreams to, to prove that a book full of action and suspense and tension and great plot can be, it can earn its own uh, weight in gold without having to have the, um, you know, throw yeah. throw in all all the all the sex and the cussing and all that stuff just just to be uh, sensational. Yes. So, so that that's you know, and I love Indiana Jones movies. So I am just crazy about action, and I just think you know if if the plot should be able to carry itself. Mm-hmm. I so, love that you said that because I'm right there on that same page with you. I don't care if it's movies or music or, you know, songs or books. I love a strong plot. And yeah. even sometimes if there's like a quote unquote need for action or violence or sex, can we just have it in as a subplot and not let it dominate the entire thing and have, you yeah. know, yeah. Yeah. Of violence and three yeah. hours. Ah, so yeah, not, I'm I not usually. Yeah. <laughs> no, not usually. Yeah. You don't yeah. want to read a book and go or listen to a, an audio book and go away feeling like somebody thought you were a dumpster. 
Right. And, and yeah, and you need to be washed out, you know. Exactly. Exactly. Now you had mentioned, you've mentioned that this is really your passion to do this. And my show is flaunt, build your dreams, live your sparkle and flaunt is an acronym. And the F stands for find your fetish, which does sound Uh a little naughty, but it's not naughty. (laughs) I know it's about finding your passion, finding what you love. And it really feels like you have done that. Now, yes. I know, yeah, you're a former um, teacher and you taught English and psychology, but did you always think that you wanted to write a book or did this just Since, come to you? Oh, not always, but I got the idea for the first time in second grade. That's pretty close to always. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and you know, what's funny is um, back then, what my, my goal was to write and illustrate my own children's books. Mm. But but to tell you the truth, I have found that writing for kids is something that is not my forte. Yeah. I, I'm just, it's young adult and adult for me. I, I'm just not, I did write some uh, poetry books for kids. Oh. And those, those I do okay. But coming up with a plan, I always want to teach them something in yes. whatever book I, I try to write for them. And I just can't seem to, to lose that desire. So, and I think, I don't think you have to teach something in every kid's book, but um, they, they need to learn how to share toys and be nice. And <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh yeah. There's a lot there. Yeah. 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 There's definitely a lot there. So what about you, Dan? I mean, obviously you went to school for all of this, you know, technical type stuff. Is this what you wanted to do with it? Or do you care what you do with it because you like the technical piece? Or what, what is your passion? Uh, you know, I think the reason that I wanted to start designing things was uh, watching beer commercials with my dad during football and laughing about them and think, wow, somebody gets to do this for a living. And uh, so that's a, kind of initially what had drawn me to New York and I guess a degree or to, yeah, to pursue uh, a degree in design and marketing. And, yeah. uh, you know, so I always wanted to to figure out how to make things look good. And uh, so these have been side hustles for more than 10 years for CB and myself. And uh, it's just kind of been a, let's figure out what we need to do and do it. Um, yeah, I guess I'm, I'm into doing just about anything in a creative uh, capacity that's, uh, you know, learnable. I mean, now I'm, I've gotten into a little bit of video editing. Uh, we're, we're doing, we're actually producing an audio drama podcast. So Ooh. that first, yeah, that first book, uh, which is called Consuming Fire, an Alexis Sylvan novel, it's about a female fashion designer who gets blackmailed into being an assassin. She was actually training for the Olympics uh, for a sharpshooter uh, spot with her dad. And then uh, tragedy happens and she flees to France and she assumes a new identity and, and somebody knows a lot about her. And so they start blackmailing her into doing their dirty work. And uh, so, yeah. So but that's, then she turns the tables and starts investigating to find out who this anonymous blackmailer is because she's going to end that relationship. Yes. Yeah. So, and uh, so we're producing a audio drama podcast. It's called uh, Fashion Assassin Podcast, and it's really cool because uh, I am doing uh, a couple of voices. My brother Mark, my dad, we're all yeah, and then CB does all the girls' voices, and uh, we some sound effects, sound effects, gunshots, and Mm -hmm. running, and car tires, and doors opening and closing and people screaming and panic and oh my gosh uh, I love it yeah yeah I really wish we could say that it was live it's just taking a really really long time because we're trying to figure everything out as we go but um all the uh all the uh kind of creative work for that is done so I I guess uh to answer your question I just love designing I love working on family projects uh been passionate about this for a long long time so uh we just try to uh, figure out whatever it is that we need to do and do it. I mean, uh, you know, I even took some web development courses and I'm not really awesome at that, but I can design for it. And if somebody sets something up for me, I can get in and update it from there. So, you know, it's kind of like a jack of all trades, master of none. And uh, somehow we're just still struggling through trying to make it work (laughs) with God's help. But but together our, um, one of the things that motivates us and drives us forward is the fact that our books, the themes, every book has a theme of um, repentance, 
forgiveness, and reconciliation. So our books are point people toward hope and that that it's not over yet and you keep on keeping on and and uh god's waiting there for you so i mean we we want to inspire people we want to encourage people i like that it's more than just oh yeah great plot and this is fun it, it it's yeah. you know, talking about teaching kids you're basically teaching adults that hey this is what it's all about and yeah. you learn these things so yes yeah exactly yeah. and life is hard but hey that doesn't mean that you can't go back or that you can't fix anything. Yeah. And I love that CB's books all center around a strong heroine. Uh, so uh, Consuming Fire, it's about Alexa Sylvan, you know, the tragic heroine. And then uh, she's got a, a book called Royal Conspiracies, The Legend of the Princess Slave. It's a, a what a turn, a, what century would that be? 18th, 14th, 14th century. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Girl is a, uh, kidnapped and uh, finds out she's the rightful heir to a kingdom kind of a swashbuckler and uh and then too many choices is a series that i think we could write 50 episodes on if (laughs) if a streaming video service was interested we could write that forever yeah too many choices is about (laughs) um quadruplets last name of choice and yeah and they come into a high school during their senior year because their dad is the new football coach and these kids are, are extremely athletic and skilled. And they turn that whole school upside down. Yeah. And it's got a lot of uh, high school drama and comedy and just, and romance. And just, it's just, it's kind of fun. Yeah. yeah. Good. Yeah. We Good. could turn out 50 episodes if, uh, you know. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I can see that. So here's my question for you guys, because you've mentioned a couple times that you're, you're figuring some things out as you go that, you know, you've got some amazing skills and you, but your passion is around the creativity and creating and, and you're both, you're working together and you're, you're a mother son team and you're figuring things out as they go and you're having to rewrite and, and, and. And I know creativity is wonderful, but it can also be stressful. And family is amazing, but it can also be stressful. The second step of flaunt for for my uh, five step is L, laugh out loud. And I just want to hear how you guys maintain the laughter and maintain the love and maintain the connection when you're stressed and when you're trying to figure out a whole bunch of stuff and when you record something and then realize, well, there went 14 hours that are worthless now. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. That's the big challenge. Yeah. Yeah. And also, I mean, it's, it's not just that it's also kind of just uh, knowing direction, like what you should be working on at the next moment. You know, are you going the right way? Is this good enough or do I need to keep pushing? Uh, you know, and, and what project should I be working on next? And then advertising dollars, you know, how are we going to compete with big companies? How are we going to get in front of people? I mean, it's, uh, (laughs) trying to figure out how to laugh is, uh, that's probably the struggle. But getting through on a daily basis, we have to practice what we preach. If our themes are repentance, forgiveness, and reconciliation. That's what we practice on a regular basis here. And keep the communication open and uh, and be able to say to each other, hey, I, I didn't really like the way that you did that. Or, or uh, yeah, I like this, but I need more help with it or whatever. I mean, we just have to be able to, um, we have to be able to cooperate. We're partners and uh, we have to act that way. Yes. Yeah. And I think that really the only way to laugh is through God and through um, those little moments of success. You have to celebrate everything. Uh, doing a show like this is a great success. Uh, and, you know, it's interesting in the last six months, uh, we've had the opportunity to do probably 40 interviews and a couple of them TV. And, uh, you know, although, uh, you know, we're still hoping to move, move the, uh, the needle with book sales and, uh, but we're also doing it because we feel passionate and, and purposeful about it. And, uh, so, you know, anytime we hear like a note that somebody liked it or it helped them or, 
you know, are able to connect with people, that's, you, you have to measure those successes. It's one of the hardest things that you could ever want to do. Uh, less than 1% of people ever get a, a book deal. And that's for a reason because it requires tremendous resources and money. And so um, it has to be a burning desire that's not going to go out or you'll just give up before you even get started. Yeah, so. we have, like Dan likes to say, we have skin invested in this yeah. so enterprise. And, and that's what keeps us doing it. Yeah, honestly, I don't know uh, if, if I would even want to tackle this for somebody else, even if somebody wanted to pay you know, some money, it's just so much work that, uh, it right. has to be, yeah, you need some skin in the game and you have to feel like it's worthwhile, you know, of your time because it's a lot of time. And that, that brings up the fact that at C B as in boy Hoffman, H O F F M A N N dot com slash how to people can go there and they can download uh, our free, um, is that download or upload? Download. Okay. Download our free, um, guides and tips on writing and getting a copyright and yeah, unfortunately yeah. I've only completed one of them and I want to design a better looking cover for it, but we have one up. It's just bullet points. And, uh, it's just a lot of stuff that we've learned the hard way, like getting a copyright before you share it with anybody. You know, mm -hmm. even like a cover designer, uh, you know, and, and so we want to, we also want to produce some on uh, how to take better photos, how to take better videos, how maybe. to create a book cover. Yeah. How yes. to uh, do a podcast. You know, we want to, well, actually we've got a lot, we've got a few of those done, but we just have to find the time to upload them to the to the website so people yeah. can access Yeah, them. if you connect with us on there, I'll let you know when they're up in a year, year and a half, two years. Oh, it's not going to be that long. <laughs> it's not going to be that long. Hold on just a minute. I, I, it's Cheeto. I, I need to choke him. Bad help. <laughs> You're the assassin. Really, it's an honor. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? That's actually something funny Like that you mentioned it. I was saying we could notebook everybody. Like, come out with like a whole nother series and like it was actually CB all along that was the main character. Well, I'll <laughs> tell you the truth. I am. But don't tell anyone. Okay, yes. look, there's a lot of things about her character and experiences that are very similar to me. And yeah. I, you know, I, the more I started reading it and for, for audible.com and everything, I started realizing, oh my gosh, there are similarities here, and I'll and here's another secret: the the um, there are always two main uh, male characters. Even though a woman is the main uh, hero in the book, there are always two strong supporting male characters. And in uh, the trilogy of Alexis Sylvan, uh, Dan is Daniel Gother in the book, and his younger brother Mark is Mark Truman. Nice. And his dad, John, is John Meredith, the police chief. And it's, it, you know, so my family is written into those books. I love that. And yeah. I think that makes it really strong. And I, I congratulate you on having the self-awareness of what part of Alexa is you. And because sometimes people don't self-reflect that much. And I just like that you said that. That's yeah. yeah. I really wanted to be a fashion designer. <laughs> <laughs> so that's how she wound up being a fashion designer. See, that totally makes sense. And also looping back to you, what you were talking about, that you've got tips on your website and there's more that you want to do. That leads into my next step of flaunt, which is the AU, accept unconditionally. And one of the phrases that I love is a good beginning is better than a perfect start. And, you know, I'm a perfectionist. I was a former attorney. And as an attorney, you kind of have to be a perfectionist because everything has to be right. And there's a lot of perfectionistic tendencies in me. And I realize that if I can use that for a crutch and then that if I don't just begin and put the bullet points out there and say, Hey, this is what I know, but I'll get a better cover design on it later that nothing gets done. So I did want to, again, congratulate you guys for saying, yeah, there's bullet points. Yeah. I want to make it better later. Yep. It's not up right now, but it's coming. Yeah. I'm glad you're starting because that's opening your heart. That's bringing other people in and saying here, this is what I know. 
And I, yeah. I love that you do that. Thanks. It's been like that for 10 years. So I guess we're just, <laughs> we're just comfortable with, with being a work in progress. Hey, yes, <laughs> but we have done uh, steps in each one of our goals over mm-hmm. the years. We have. We've been, it's not just I want to do someday. Yeah, there's our, our to-do list is always five pages long. Even as we're checking things off, we add two things. So, yes. Yeah. Yeah. But, he, but he's the main reason for that. Well, <laughs> I mean, we have to do everything. And a lot of marketing and, and social media is going to like take up a major portion of it. I mean, we didn't even know we wanted to do an audio drama podcast until two, maybe two and a half months ago. Yeah. Somebody so, suggested it. And yeah. We thought, oh, wow. That sounds great. You know? mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. And you're right. Technology changes too. You know, before we didn't have the audio books, people would have been like, what? Audio yeah. what? <laughs> yeah, exactly. They're, they're majorly on the rise though. And think about this, like Alexa, uh, you know, coming into everyone's house and now you can just say, Hey Siri. And she's yeah. probably going to chime up here, but, uh, but you know, and, and, uh, for the record, our Alexa was named 10 years before Amazon's Alexa, yes. but someday I would love to say, Hey Alexa, play Alexa, you know, More than exactly. two years, 30 yeah. years ago. Yeah, that's true. That's Alexa. true. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And, and again, just that story with you CB saying, you know, it took you so long to write a book. Um, you know, me, me too. I've got a traditionally published book coming out and it took me 10 years oh, to write. Congratulations. Thank you. I'm really wow, excited. You're one of the That's 1%. Right. <laughs> yeah, I love it. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. But yeah, people don't realize sometimes, you know, my show is on building your dreams and living your sparkle. And there's a lot of that, that faith-based perseverance that we don't yeah. just say, I'm going to write a trilogy and then pump out a trilogy in a month. And nope. You know, it moves into my next step, which is the N of flaunt, which is navigate the negative. And it's not even necessarily that it's negative, but it's just that you had a family, you had a job, you had ideas that were in progress, then you got it done. And, you know, Dan's like, hey, we need to rework this and you redo it. Mm-hmm. It's, it's growth, it's transition. And you're not bad or negative for taking so long to write a book. I'm not slow because it took me 10 years to write a book. It's how it develops, and that's life. That's right. Right. Yeah. Right. yeah. Oh, what's your book about? Oh, I'm so excited. My book is called Flaunt, Drop uh-huh. Your Cover, and Reveal Your Smart, Sexy, Spiritual Self. <laughs> what, is, what does the cover look like? <laughs> oh, it's, I, it's gorgeous. I'm thrilled with the cover design. It's my three colors, the gold, the hot pink, and the teal, and it's got sparkles. It's the drop your cover. I was like, uh, just kind of curious. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's, no, because it's, it's more of about revealing yourself authentically and whatever your heart says to do, we need to do it. Our mm-hmm. desires are, you know, whatever is inside of us was put there by God, by the universe, by whoever. And we spend so much of our life covering up and hiding who we are and what we want to do. And that's what I love about what you guys have done. You're not limited by, oh, I can't do this. Oh, I shouldn't do this. If that desire to write this book is in there, it was put in there for a reason. And how you talk about repentance, you know, um, reconciliation, forgiveness being the themes, these are themes that need to come out. So that's what that drop your cover is about. It's about quit hiding, quit saying, I can't, I shouldn't, it's not right. I don't want to offend people by being smart, by being sexy, or by Mm -hmm. being spiritual here's me, here's my message, take it. That's cool, yeah. You know, I know this is a little little bit off topic, but I think one of the the most harmful things that we can do is to live in the past and not let go of it and not forgive it. That's that's part of what my books are about. If you don't get, if you don't forgive it and you don't get past it, then every time you remember it, you relive it. And every time you relive it, it hurts you and it causes all kinds of festering inside of you. And you know what? You're not hurting the person that you're mad at. You're hurting yourself. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I don't think that's off topic at all because, you know, everything that you guys have done even though it's not like forgiveness for another person, which is more what you were talking about, 
you might not have forgiven yourself if you would have never taken this brave step to get mm-hmm. yourself out there. Yeah. And that's what we're trying to tell your, your uh, listening audiences. You know, how can you go through life and not take the chance of trying to uh, live out that dream? And if you have a dream of being an author, a writer, you want to make uh, book covers, whatever, you need to, you need to listen to the steps and you need to try them and you'll never know how you would have done if you don't try them. You know, and it's, it's like taste too. Uh, There's so many different restaurants out there, so many different kinds of food, and there's not one thing that everybody can agree on. So hopefully the people that share your taste for your book will find you and let you know. And, and same with us. And, you know, uh, and I'm, I'm of the opinion, like if, uh, you know, something's not my taste, then, you know, you just move, be polite and, you know, move on. It's, it's, uh, you know, I think that that's one of the things that gets overlooked too. It's like you're watching YouTube videos and like, who's giving all these thumbs down? You know what right. I mean? Like, why, why just, just go to another video? You know, I don't know. It, anyway. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I know. I love that you said that because you're right. There's, and tastes change over time, you know, sure. like, yeah, I love what attracted me to you guys was the uniqueness of this, a faith-based assassin. What the heck? <laughs> I know that's, yeah. that's pretty out yeah. there, <laughs> but, but it's where the rubber meets the yeah. road. I mean, who's perfect. Yeah. And yeah. who hasn't, Hey, who hasn't done something that they're ashamed of? Yeah. Who hasn't done something that they wish would never come out of the closet? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know? So, uh, it's it's just the truth it's not nobody lives in an ivory tower right so right and then the other thing that really just attracted me to you guys too was the whole mother-son thing working together Um, (laughs) you know as as the mom of two boys I thought well that's really cool and how brave of both of you to kind of leave what you were doing and to take this risk on each other. And I think that's beautiful. Yeah. CB's really brave. I, uh, I'm, I'm pretty difficult to work with. (laughs) Hey, you know what, you know what, I'm learning things about him as an adult, that I don't remember (laughs) in his personality or character when he was a kid. And one of the things I'm learning is that he's the boss. Uh, he's, uh, a perfectionist, he's not only like the you motivator. were about, you were talking yeah. about earlier. I, I think I'm a perfectionist when I really care about it and when it matters. Yeah. You know, yeah. So, yeah. Yes. And he's the boss. But uh, to tell you the truth, that's okay because I found that it works better that way. We have, that's, that's one of the key things to us working together is that we've learned how to uh, use our individual talents and uh, not get into each other's business, but to, yes. to specialize in our areas and then bring it all together. And uh, it just works best with Dan being the boss. I just really want to write, you know, mm-hmm. Dan has to do everything else. Exactly. Well, it CB, yeah. It, um, it's also that she wants people to read her book. So uh, just writing them and putting them up on Kindle on the Amazon store is uh, that's one thing, and then uh, getting the message out is a whole other thing. Uh, <laughs> but, but I do like to do the recordings for Audible, I, yeah. and and I like to do the track mastering for our audio drama podcast. I'm finding a lot of yeah. things that I like. Yeah. Yeah. Whole new career. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I suppose that's the hard thing of any uh, you know business, family business, or creative venture, or you know I've heard so many athletes say, "Oh, I just want to play football." It's the the business part that uh, is the hard part, the dealing with the agents and the contracts and getting traded, and you know, same with us. You know, I mean, we just want to create some stuff. I just want to sit around and brainstorm on you know what every one of these characters could be doing and uh you know imagine some plot points and then have cb write it and you know design book covers but you know that's just uh, it's not going to get the word out so but i have yeah. another another question for you your book that's coming out soon that's not really fiction is it is it and no it is more prescriptive self help um what okay. i do, yeah is i i interweave my journey um, with some of my clients' journeys and with the five steps of flaunt and how that has helped the people that I work with as well as how it helped me. Cool. Oh, that's, that's great. Yeah. So what we're doing, the do-it-yourself 
you know, publishing and trying to help people find their way to do that too is yes. very much like what what you're doing. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Right. Yeah. And what I really like about the whole do-it-yourself thing and kind of what I want to dive into next with you guys is, like you mentioned, less than 1% of people get this book contract. And for a lot of people who want to write, they just think, ah, nope, too hard, ah, not going to be me, nope, 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 nope. And do-it-yourself is an option. Self-publishing is an option. You know, whether it's doing what you guys did or working with somebody else, it's still an option. And I like how you distinguished between writing the book and having somebody read it. Because sometimes I think all people want to do is write the book. They don't care if somebody reads it. They just, it's out of their soul and maybe their family can read it. But for other people, they want that bigger reach. Like with you guys, you've got some important themes here, the repentance, the forgiveness, the reconciliation. These are important themes and you do want people to read it and you can do it yourself kind of in your own divine timing. And yeah, that's for sure. right. You know, and I like that divine timing. Yeah. Because that's one of the things that frustrates us the most is that we want to see things happen now. <laughs> and that's not necessarily God's timing. Yeah. And we have to learn to wait upon the Lord. And quite frankly, I am not the world's most patient person. Yeah, nobody is. Yeah, yeah. especially nowadays. But, you know, I am always uh, inspired by stories you hear of these guys that are like selling CDs out of the back of their trunk or people that move to Hollywood with uh, 200 bucks and a broken down car and, you know, and, and just never gave up. And then, uh, you know, they are, you know, a story that you're hearing about. So, you know, whatever happens with this will be cool. And uh, we're just going to keep doing our thing. And you know, uh, if that inspires anybody and, and uh, then that's cool. And you know what? I would liken us to a couple of race horses that are in the gate waiting for the, uh, the race to start and just chomping up a bit, waiting and waiting and feeling all this energy building up inside and stomping on the ground and snorting and looking around and nothing's happening. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh, well. Yeah. So what do you suggest for listeners who are starting to, you know, stoke the embers here and are starting to think, yeah, maybe I can do this. Mm. Maybe I what do you suggest for them on turning their dreams into do-it-yourself projects or into reality or what's your advice for them? Ooh, a tough question. Go ahead, CB. I would say <laughs> stop thinking about it and wondering and start trying. You know how Nike says, just do it? Mm -hmm. And I'd say, just do it. You know what? You're not any worse a writer. Do you know how many people, how, gosh, do you have the statistic, Dan, for how many ebooks are out there? Uh, a gazillion billion. Yeah, the point is, do you think you're a worse writer than anyone? Well, you don't even know because you haven't even tried. I think yes. you might surprise yourself. And, mm -hmm. and I would say do it because if that's your passion, it's not going to go away, you know. No. So you might as well get on it uh, and do not give up and do not get discouraged and just keep on keeping on. I like, yeah. and you know, um, I think start, uh, with little chunks, you know, they say, what's the best way to eat an elephant? And you say one, one bite at a time. So just, uh, figure out what you need to do and go from there. So I think first would be the book, right? Uh, if, whether you're writing fiction or nonfiction, uh, go research your category. I think research is very, very important in almost anything yeah. that you do. And going back to CB. Hoffman two uh, yeah. dot com <laughs> slash how to because see the one PDF we have ready that anybody writing. can upload for free or download for free. I'm sorry, is uh, on writing, and I mean, I try. I more or less teach it like I did when I was teaching, and yeah, exactly. So so to, how to go yeah. about it? Do your research. Uh, research location setting research things that you want to know if it's a, if it's a, a category or a genre that you know really well, or uh, a space that you know really well, then, then maybe you won't have to do as much research, but that'll help you fill in those little gaps. 
and uh, and then if you hit this uh, hit a spot or uh, some some dialogue that you're stuck on, just put a couple of X's for a paragraph, and then go to the next chapter, and and write all that. And I think actually uh, storyboarding, uh, writing down all of your major plot points, like how do I get from here to there? How do I get you know? And then and uh, create like a little library of all your characters. And uh, you don't have to like write out a whole, you know, seven part backstory like Quentin Tarantino does, but know a little bit about them and maybe some things that happened and, you know, things that you haven't revealed to the uh, yeah. and, the and in, that, yet. in that PDF, we don't only cover uh, how to write fiction, but nonfiction like uh, autobiographies and biographies and, and those self-help books and so forth. So how, how to, you know, approach different genres oh i like that and how perfect that you you know are the former teacher because you did teach writing and there are of course there's talent and there's passion and there's all that stuff but there are some skills that people can learn so i like that you say you know research educate yourself there's a process there's there are step-by-step processes yeah and that makes sense, you know, backstory and organizing the characters. I think that tip right there could help a lot of people because they might be thinking, I don't know, there's just all these random people. And just thinking about outlining it helps. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. You, and, and brainstorming. And- yeah, and then think about, uh, go research covers. What kind of covers do you like? Is it a darker cover with typeset in reverse? Is it more sparkly and, and fun and colorful? Like yours. Yeah, yes. yeah, exactly. Is it, uh, you know, what genre is it in? Is it like self-help? Is it, uh, you know, just look for uh, themes and, and uh, kind of motifs that you like, and that'll all help you if you're going to take a stab at cover design or if you're going to hire someone and you go to him with all of this reference material, that'll, that'll really help save some time and money and, and help you yes. communicate with your designer. Make sure you like speak that language. So yes. uh, yeah, if it's a book about assassins, sure, you, your mind automatically goes to like guns and stuff like that. But one thing we learned too is that Amazon won't let you advertise books with guns on them. <laughs> so yeah, that's why sometimes you'll see these books and you'll see like a target on someone or, you yeah. know, it'll be a lot like someone running and, you know, like an alley and, but there's, there's no gun. That, that's usually for a reason. <laughs> I had no idea. Yeah. Okay, I want to talk book covers and, and you're yeah. going to have to jump on Amazon and look at mine and tell me what you think. Yeah. But so did you design CB's book covers yourself? Yes. Oh, yes. If, if you look at the website, he made the book covers into GIFs, animated GIFs. Oh, how fun. Which yeah. is, is cool because you've got Alexa shooting at you. You've got bullet holes appearing and a dress form and disappearing and coming back and just, you know, kind of fun book covers. I love that. So that's, that's really good advice then that you're giving the audience if they're thinking about it to start looking at things that they like. Um, how many renditions of the book covers did you go through before you guys both jointly found something that you liked? Oh man, 10 years. Uh, oh yeah, I see your book cover. I do like it. That's really cool. Oh good. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, Thank paperback. You. Yeah. Um are you going to are you considering an audiobook and or an ebook? Um yes, yes to both. Um the New World Library takes care of the ebook and the audiobook is um being produced by Tantor Media. Oh, very nice. Very good. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. Um so wait, I'm sorry. What was the question? <laughs> How many renditions of oh. this? Uh, yeah, the cover and and what switched with that? You know, so CB I had always known was working on these books, and so I actually got a marketing degree before a graphic design degree, and yes. then I had lined up a job doing graphic design at an engineering firm. And uh, my boss liked to hire people that didn't have a lot of uh, design uh, schooling and he would like help, help them, uh, you know, progress and teach them. And so I actually got a job doing graphic design, having never opened Photoshop, if you can believe that. And, <laughs> That's yeah, amazing. Yeah. And then uh, a year, a year and a half into it, I started uh, back in community college for design. And then five years into it, I reached out, got the job in New York and then uh, went to design school in New York. And I feel like I've gotten a lot better, you know, especially just with the time. But back initially, I was working on really bad covers and things that I could execute kind of in our budget. You know, I was just looking at type treatments. I found they weren't that bad. It's just that they were mostly um, 
text, mostly fonts. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, but which is, it's okay. I just was picturing like an assassin. I think it, it all depends on the genre as well. Yeah. Like for, for Royal Conspiracies, I, I found like a nice type treatment like you have on your book cover and then uh, Two Swords, which are stock photos. And I just put those crisscrossing. You know what Got I mean? It. But for like Alexa, I really wanted to see uh, her come to life. And so actually I had moved to New York and I we was talking to CB and, and she read those lines. And then I thought, okay, I really want to, you know, what would I do if CB was a paying client and we had a budget? And so yes. I, it's about a female fashion designer who's, so she's obviously fashionable. She's a redhead, an assassin. So I'm picturing like a girl in a red dress who's a redhead looking over her shoulder. She's hiding a gun. And actually the first iteration of the book cover, there's a gun, which I actually made in Photoshop because it's impossible to get a gun in New York City. Uh, <laughs> yep. So, um, but anyway, so so uh, so I just kept uh, pushing and, and I found a friend uh, from church who was a model and an actress and I ran the idea by her and she was down. So I went over with my camera and my tripod and did all the photography myself. And gosh, I would love to reshoot it now with, with my new knowledge of photography. But, you know, I think it was good enough. And uh, so laid it all out and we actually shot the, the background at a different location and I composited it all together. And so... Um, so I would say because I started before I had any idea what I was doing, I was kind of coming up with cover designs that you could tell I didn't know what I was doing. And right. so now I feel like I'm finally got something that I'm happy with. And I was able to make that into the trilogy. And uh, so this the second book cover, she's a fashion designer, right? So right. one of those dress forms, you know, that you use for sewing and you uh, you hang the dress on there and I guess you stitch it and... Or yes. you, you pin it all together you on that thing. Put the parts together yeah. on there to design. Yeah. yeah. So this one's full of bullet holes. And uh, so I was running that by with CB. And, um, and so, a tape measure around Yeah, a tape measure. Mm -hmm. So so was able to do that. And then the third book was actually, uh, cover was actually shot the day of the first one. And then uh, CB wanted to call it Bulletproof Wedding, uh, like a wedding takes place. I uh, don't want to spoil anything. But, yeah. uh, <laughs> but anyway, so then we kind of had to, so I had to find a dress, uh, a stock photography of a dress that fit what was going on and, and then, you know, move that in place and cover up the, uh, the original dress. So, uh, you know, it's just been a real long learning curve and, uh, mm -hmm. You know, I I think I've learned a lot and uh, I'm a lot more uh, comfortable with it. Now I, I don't mind showing them to people. I'm actually proud of it. So, and uh, you know, we keep tweaking it here and there. And what's cool is if you do tweak it and it's an ebook, you can just submit the new cover to, uh, you know, the online uh, powers that be iTunes, Amazon, and Barnes and Noble. And then uh, in 24 hours, the new book covers live. So <laughs> I like that. <laughs> yeah, you're like, oh, I got to fix that. Yeah. But you could just upload it and it'll, it'll push it out. But uh, so yeah, it's just, it's just a never ending. Like you said, you know, get it done, get it up and, um, yeah. you know, happy and, and keep moving on. And, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Perfect. <laughs> and that, that's yeah. the perfect segue as well, because the last step of flaunt for the T is trust in your truth. And I think everything that you said has really shown how you guys both trust in your truth. You know what I talk about? Drop your cover, reveal that truth inside you've learned, you've allowed yourself to grow. Like you said, in, you know more about photography now because you trusted that, hey, I'm gonna put myself out there, I'm gonna try it, and then you learn and you get better. And yeah. same thing with CB, it's like you write things, then you say, no, this probably isn't gonna work, and then you learn and you grow and you get take that feedback. And it makes it better. Definitely. And oh, sorry to cut you off, but like on that note, I think it's really important to have a creative collaborator. You know, like I love like reading what CB uh, said and, and just saying things like, oh, you know, we got to change that to ride shares, you know, uh, only yeah, tourists are like handling taxis. taxis. And, but, you know, I think it's cool to, you got to have those people, those confidants that you can uh, run ideas past. And, you know, we've also grown in our collaboration, like initially when she's reading the book and stuff like that, like, I don't even know if she wants my feedback. Right. And so, uh, you know, we never really had a formal agreement in place. I would just tell her what I think and she'd either be like, yeah, or no, or, you know, whatever. And so now it's, it's kind of still the same thing, but I guess now she listens to what I have to say and then sometimes whether or not she agrees and you know so but but yeah there's I think it's it's fun to learn and grow and collaborate on that and 
Uh, I can't wait to be sitting in a writer's chair someday when these are made into major feature films. And <laughs> oh, Dan, Dan yeah. created yeah. a uh, five-minute clip of the first action scene in the first chapter of the first book. Well, it was all of us. It wasn't. It just was me. all of us. Yeah, it was yeah. your idea, and you directed it, and. It's really cool, but how uh, much fun! Yeah. yeah, yeah. And I had a a friend who was involved with law enforcement. He comes in and in a uniform and uh, and with his gun drawn and a flashlight in a dark church. He and he's scared like, the yeah. bejeebers yeah. out of me. Yeah. I'll tell and, you. And that one, my wife is actually playing Alexa. She's ducking behind pews and she's got one of uh, my buddy's guns drawn. And you know, uh, it's. It was fun, and then I'm, and then one scene, she's laying down on the floor uh, in the dark behind some pews, and I'm laying down on the floor with the camera right in her face. I mean, we had one camera. I mean, our our crew was like six people. Uh, we had an hour to film it in this church, and it took us an hour and a half. Uh, so anyway, I would love to redo that one too. I think uh, there's a scene or two where the focus is a little soft, and actually we filmed it out of sequence as well. We had to go back and right. film the opening scene outside after it was already dark, and so there's some continuity issues and you know, but I, I think it like, I think it would, it would be all right as a student production, but yeah, if you go to the bottom of our website, see, is it on there.com at the very bottom, you'll see uh, some of these icons. And a one link of to them YouTube. is a link to YouTube yeah. and it'll bring it up. Well, it, it's oh, good. It, you would have to look for it on there. It's called a live action intro, but yeah. um, I don't know if, if that's the best title for it, but anyway. But it was, uh, yeah. it was good, I thought. <laughs> so it, it's and fun it's, to see your characters. Yeah, alive. being brought to life. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, we just, uh, we're having fun and just keep doing it and moving on and what's next. <laughs> exactly. It will all yeah. unfold. Yeah. Well, thank you so much because that's just the beautiful, such a beautiful story, such beautiful expression of trusting your truth and trusting each other and listening to that still small voice inside and doing doing what you love and, and finding that creative collaborator. And I just honor you guys both so much oh, for, for doing this. Thank, thank you. Oh, well, we want to yeah. say one more time, congratulations yeah, on the congrats. book. Yeah, <laughs> that's you. great. Thank you so awesome. much. Do you have any follow-ups planned for that? Um, I'm going to be on tour for a while on this book and on tour, I'm writing my second and my third, which have nice. already been outlined. Nice. So is that now your full-time gig? Are you still, uh, yeah. Wow. Congratulations. That's excellent. Yeah. Yeah. Are you coming to the South anytime? Um, I don't have anything. Well, you're in Florida, right? Yes. Yes. I'm actually doing some stuff either in November or January because I've got a little beach home in Florida. Hey, that's cool. Yeah. We'll yeah. have to connect. <laughs> I would we'll come crash your event. <laughs> yes, I would love that. I will definitely. Cool. I'm actually going to write that down because yeah. yes, yeah, and I'm also doing. write down to bring your sunscreen. <laughs> yes, that is important. <laughs> well, thanks for having us. This is a pleasure. You are welcome. Thank you. And listeners, please take some of their words of wisdom and some of their journey to heart. If there's anything inside you that wants to come out, be brave and just let it get out there. It doesn't matter if it's perfect. It doesn't matter if it's complete. It doesn't matter if it takes you 28 years or if you have to rewrite it and revamp it 400 different times. Just start because life is all about building your dreams and living your sparkle. So just like CB and Dan, please trust in your truth. Put yourself out there. And as usual, don't forget to flaunt. Tune in next time to flaunt. Build your dreams. Live your sparkle with radio host Laura Cheadle every Wednesday at 7 a.m. and 7 p.m. Eastern Time on syndicated Dream Vision 7 Radio Network. Come release self-judgment, reveal your naked self-worth, and re-choreograph a life filled with joy. Flaunt. Find your fetish, laugh out loud, accept unconditionally, navigate the negative, and trust in your truth. Find out more at laurachedle.com. That's L-O-R-A-C-H-E-A-D-L-E.com. 